And welcome back to the Constitutionals Podcast. I'm your host, Chad White. If you didn't know, <laughs> this is the premier podcast for the website, cpluscounty.com. Like I just said, it's a website. Go there. Hey, welcome. This is a very, 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 very late episode of the Constitutionals Podcast. If you're listening, if this is your first time listening, and God willing, I hope it is. I pray it is. I pray it's your first time listening. Uh, this is a, this is a podcast that's in video form as well as audio form. It's a weekly podcast that I host for cpluscounty.com. I'm doing a recap because uh, this past week was Christmas. I never miss a date for posting things, but this week I was not. I did not have the uh, the. If you, if this is your first time listening to the show, know that I'm insane. And I love to be in a completely quiet place, completely alone, to record pretty much anything I do. I was not that. I did not have that that luxury during uh, the week this week. Even though it was Christmas and I thought I would be in my own my apartment alone, uh, I was not. <laughs> my new roommate was there the entire time, and the person who was still living there, uh, the one of the original roommates, was there the entire time. I don't understand. Like, I would get home from work, <laughs> and they would still be there all day long, all day long. One of them didn't leave the house for, like, three days. <laughs> and I thought, why are you doing this? <laughs> get out. Go meet some friends. Go go do stuff. So I wasn't able to... It's very hot in here, so I'm, ch- I'm turning on the air. I wasn't able to record the constitutionals. Uh, I couldn't even do it at work. Actually, I could have done it at work. There was one day where I didn't do a thing at work. Like, I, there were, I didn't edit a video. I didn't write a script because there was nothing coming in because it was the day after Christmas and no news happens the day after Christmas. So I, I like there was one day I was I, I thought, I was like, yeah, I'm going to be able to type up this interview I did with the Super Trooper boys. I'm going to be able to plan out so many things. I didn't do a thing. I didn't even, like, I just sat at the computer and I looked at it. I read some articles. That's pretty much it. I feel very bad because I didn't do anything. Uh, not, not, I mean, because you know, there wasn't stuff to do at work, but there was there was also stuff I had to do personally that I did not do. So here we are recording another episode in my car, the last episode of 2018, uh, which is probably coming out Monday the 31st, uh, which well, hopefully it is. No, it will. It will. It will. Uh, but now I'm waiting. I'm supposed to be having lunch with a couple of family members. Uh, but now I, I thought I thought I carried the GoPro with me to. I'll give you some backstory. It's Saturday. I carried the GoPro with me to work. I had, I had to be at work at four o'clock. I, had, I left there at twelve, and I thought, why not? Why not carry the GoPro? I might have time. Did not have time. <laughs> I was busy <laughs> from four to twelve, and here we are. It's now noon. Now I'm recording this show finally. All right. So uh, usually, typically, the last episode of the year is is done with um, uh, it's 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 done in conjunction with the last news time I did. Uh, if this is your first time listening, <laughs> and I pray it is, I pray it is, I pray I have so many new listeners. Uh, then this is this is a show that uh, news time is a show. I sit down and I I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm trying to look up this email that I had for all the comedy stuff I did. Uh, news time is a show uh, where I sit down in front of a camera and I do a news. I do one. Jesus, is this train the loudest thing in the world? I do a news story about the something in the news. It's an entertainment news story. I'm really losing my bearings because of this train. Uh, because of the, there's something in the news, entertainment-wise. Uh, I hope you picked that up. 
So it drove. So the train drove by. Uh, <laughs> uh, so it's like it's like the Daily Show except less funny. Uh, so there you go. That's what it is. But so this week's uh, the last. So I, for the last episode of the year, what it is is uh, I do two bloopers specials and then I do recommendations for comedy shows and movies and podcasts and all that stuff. So this year we're doing this a little bit late, <laughs> but here we are. We're doing it at least. As soon as I find the list of stuff, Chimney Christmas, this is embarrassing. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. I can't find the list. I could have sworn I sent it to myself. Is it in my trash folder? Oh, this is so embarrassing. This is the most embarrassing thing that has ever happened for this stupid show. But you know what? We're going to keep it going. Uh, I will tell you, I had an interview with a guy named Steve Trevino uh, last week, earlier, like, no, yesterday, I'm sorry. By the time you're listening to this, it was last week. But earlier, uh, a couple days, uh, last yesterday, (laughs) he's a nice guy. Uh, very, very interesting to talk to. We had a good time on uh, with our conversation. It was yesterday uh, afternoon. It was raining outside. I was sitting in this very car. I was recording in this very car. This is just going to become my new studio. Should I just record all of news time <laughs> and the constitutionals in here? No, I wouldn't because I can't, I can't uh, fit the microphone in the laptop. It'll be a whole thing in here. Maybe I should... <laughs> Maybe I should just... (laughs) This is so stupid. (laughs) Maybe I should do this. Maybe I should take a break. And then uh, I'll bring up the list and everything. You know what? I'm not going to do that. (laughs) I'll do that in a second because we're only six minutes in and I can't take a break. I can't afford to do that right now. So we'll go on a journey of me opening up (laughs) my work email... (laughs) that I sent this from and sending this to my regular email. So we'll go to mail.google.com. Uh, I will, I'll talk about some stuff that I saw. I watched uh, A Simple Favor last night. Wonderful movie starring Blake Lively, Anna Kendrick, uh, and uh, one of the guys from, the, the lead guy from uh, Crazy Rich Asians, who did a better job here than he did in that movie. <laughs> Crazy Rich Asians was fine. It was just, uh, we need to stop praising movies for doing the bare minimum. Uh, but it was a very, it's a very funny movie. I had no idea. It's a, it's a, so it's a thriller about Blake Lively's character disappears, Anna Kendrick's character, who becomes her best friend like days before, uh, or a couple weeks before, I guess, has to find out what happened to her and see if she died and stuff like that. I'm sorry, I'm, t- I'm typing this in at the same time. Uh, it's it was good. It was a really funny movie. Really funny. Really terrorizing. It's it's like got the way I read. Uh, I read a review for the book, which I typically don't do anymore. But I read a review for the book for a simple favors book, and they said it was like uh, one of the reviewers said it was like Gone Girl on steroids, which I I don't agree with, <laughs> but. You know, it's I, I do agree. It's exactly like Gone Girl. It's, it's very interesting to see uh, what these what these characters. No, I don't want to just. Oh, Jesus. What is this? I'm sorry. This is taking. Oh, no, I don't want to do this. Just do SMS authentication. What's my phone number? Uh, but it's a very it's a very good. It's a very funny movie. Paul Feig, Feig directed it. Um, and uh, there's a lot of comedic moments that just stand out. 
<laughs> that stand out among the rest. These these things are so just so difficult to sign in. Uh, but it, it stands out. It's very it's it's interesting to see how um, how all of this how all of this happens at once uh, and how 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 twisty a movie can be, especially within the last act of the movie. Like you think there's a, the movie is almost two hours long. You think it's, it's going one way, then it goes another way. Then it goes two more different ways. Very interesting. I very, I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, I also watched blind spotting. I don't know if I talked about this last week. I don't think I did. Cause this has been a week and a half since I've recorded. Uh, but I, but, uh, blind spotting was very good. Very interesting. I loved it so much. The V Diggs did a great job. Uh, everybody should watch that movie. It's about, a uh, black man, David Diggs, watches another black man get shot by the cops, and it kills him. It affects him for life. So give it a check. Give it a check. <laughs> give it a check. You know what I'll do is I'll do this. I will send. I will send it to myself. Oh Lord Almighty! You can't attach. Gmail is old. It's in the old sense. What is going on? Drive. Okay, here we go. Uh, very fun, though. I enjoyed it. Let's see what else I see. I saw Teen Titans go to the movies. That's probably the best superhero movie of the year. That, and uh, I haven't seen Spider-Man enter the Spider-Verse. Oh, good phone call. Okay, we'll, we'll take a break, and then, uh, and then we'll come back. Welcome back to the Constitutionals Podcast. Uh, there was a break at some point. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm still in the car. <laughs> Audio listeners, I'm still in the car. Uh, video listeners, if you're watching this video for some reason, and I pray you do, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? My phone just vibrated. Uh, with text from my mom. It's not. It's, <laughs> that's it. I just told her about Publix's uh, app where you can deliver stuff. There's an old man walking down the street right now with his groceries. Anyway, uh, let's see what we got here. Okay, so I have my list up. I pulled it up as soon as I got the phone call. Uh, I'm just watching this uh, this old person. I just I pulled it up as soon as I got I, there. My phone is vibrating, and <laughs> I got to put it on mute. So I pulled it up as soon as I got the phone call. So now we're ready to go. Second half of this show is going to be great. Maybe I'll redo the first half. I won't. I promise I won't. I promise I won't. Okay, here we go. So, uh, so I, so instead of instead of what I did last year was I had a list of all the shows that I watched uh, that were new and old and uh, and that were that I still loved and great. It was supposedly the, the so what I did for the for, so for news time what I did for the recommendations I picked five sh- five things that I liked five shows movies and a podcast that I liked that were great and that were new this year. They have to be new uh, and that's going to be the thing I do every year from now on. There were five hundred four hundred ninety five but five hundred new new original scripted shows to come out on television last year. That includes streaming, broadcast, cable. That's as 500 shows. We thought, if you've been following me, and I know I talked about this last week, but if you've been following me, on, or the last episode, excuse me, if you've been following me on Newstime, you know I've, I've done a story on this at least five times, <laughs> talking about uh, quote-unquote peak TV, which is crazy. But now it's not. It's not peak TV. We just, we just keep climbing higher and higher. Uh, so this year, I thought I thought it best to. Last year, I focused on uh, you know the the show The Middle, uh, Speechless. These shows weren't new. 
But this year, I'm only going to focus on things that are brand spanking new. And there are, and uh, you know, there are a lot of new comedy things. You would think that there was there's a bunch of new comedy shows. No, I it, it the comedy kind of fell off. Mostly now, it's dramas like hour longs or things that are easy to produce like for Fox especially game shows uh, for Fox and Food Network uh, shows that are competition food adjacent I think I mentioned that uh, that I read that I talked that I think I heard um, Phil Rosenthal talk about shows that are food adjacent uh, from the Food Network like they're not exactly cooking shows but they're mostly competition shows okay so uh, I I hope you can see the people in the windows. I hope you can see the people just going about their merry way. There are people slow down so much. Before I get to this list, people are slowing down so much because they see me sitting in the car and they think I'm about to leave, (laughs) but I'm not. I just have this great parking spot. So let's get started. Uh, I'm just going to go through each one of these things. Uh, I have half an hour. Apparently, I'll be sitting in this car for the next hour uh, total. <laughs> I sat in it you know, for a long time before I started recording this podcast. So it'll be an hour total. So I have so much time. Uh, so I'll start with broadcast. And uh, broadcast only brought about 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. 15 uh, I'd say between 15 to 20 new shows that were comedy-based. Um, I did not watch them all. I'm going to be honest about that. Uh, mostly because I didn't want to subject myself to a lot of CBS stuff. No offense to them. Uh, but, you know, be a little bit more creative in your endeavors. Same thing for Fox. Uh, but you know what? I watched clips. I, had, I know enough. Uh, I wa- But it's still. Uh, you know what? Hold on. Before I, before I get started with this, I'm going to keep teasing this. I got an email from Hulu. You know all these, all these outlets? They do their year-end wrap-ups and whatnot. And... Um, how many hours you spend on their apps? Like if uh, when I had Spotify, they did it, and of course they still do it. But you know, I use Google Play Music because uh, Google owns my life. Uh, but I watched. <laughs> I got a, I got an email from Hulu from Hulu, who I did not think I would get an email from, and uh, they said, "I'm going to go down the list from uh, from least important to most important." Sunday was my favorite TV day. Fair enough. I watched. 1,091 episodes and movies. And that's like a lot of like, a lot of those were repeats too. Cause I watched happy endings at least four times through this year, <laughs> which is not a joke. Dead serious. I watched happy endings at least four times through. I love that TV show. I watched 29,272 minutes of uh, of uh, of TV that equates to roughly four hundred and eighty seven point eight seven hours of television, and mind you, that is just on Hulu. Hulu is definitely my number one most watched streaming service, my most watched thing, anything, because that's all I have right now. Uh, but I also have I also have Netflix, I also have HBO, Showtime, I have everything else. So that's just with Hulu. That's a lot. 487.86. That's a lot. That's about 20 hours a day of television for, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not doing the rest of the math because it's, it's kind of sad. That's a lot of TV, though. 
So good for me. I single-handedly <laughs> uh, have uh, have given people money, <laughs> given a lot of shows money. Happy endings. I gave David Casp at least seven dollars in revenue. <laughs> so there you go. But let's go. Let's go with these uh, first broadcast shows. Uh, I'm starting with single parents. That's I mentioned this in the and a lot of this will be crossover with news time. So watch that episode first and then come to this show to to get to my in depth. It's too late. You've, you're already at this show, so whatever. <laughs> so single parents, ABC show starring Taryn Kill and Brad Garrett uh, and a slew other other people who I can't remember right now. Wonderful show, very very funny. I don't think it's getting the return that ABC is expect that wanted the but ABC wanted, but I think they did order a couple of back episodes. Uh, very interesting show. Uh, Taron Killam and his and the rest of the cast play class parents to a bunch of uh, first graders or kindergartners or whatever. I don't know how, kid, how old kids are. Bunch of first graders who are uh, equally funny. The kids are very talented. I hate children, uh, except for the ones I will maybe birth in the future. I will birth. Uh, but it's a very funny show. Elizabeth Mayweather created it. She created uh, New Girl as well. Very funny show. Uh, uh, very. They have a lot of the jokes. It's written like New Girl, wherein it's less. Uh, it's more of the funny, quick, biting, witty jokes, uh, and that'll always that'll always pay off in the end even if they're setting up three episodes ahead of time very funny show urge you to watch it uh way better than i'm gonna skip i'm gonna skip a few episodes shows right now it's way i always watch that uh on fridays when they after because it airs on thursdays I always watch it on fridays like friday afternoon friday morning with i feel bad i feel bad uh <laughs> Produced by Paper Kites, which is Amy Poehler's company. Uh, it's I don't say very funny. It's not very funny, but it's a very it's an interesting show. Uh, shout out to this interracial couple that's coming up right to my uh, camera left right here. Uh, always happy for interracial couples. <laughs> It's a so the shows. It's not. It's not entirely good. The pilot is not good. But pilots are always hard. Pilots are difficult for any show. Uh, and if you can, if you knock a pilot out of the park, then guaranteed your show is going to be a hit. Uh, Westworld had a good pilot. I don't know. Why I'm saying uh, drama. Uh, Mad Men. I think had. I think Mad Men had a little wonky pirate pilot for me because I know I fell off and then I had to jump back on in season two. But. Uh, but I feel bad's pilot. Don't judge it on that merit. I would say start with the second episode uh, because that sh- that episode really. I was gonna say that show. That episode really, really stood out from the pilot, which they had a character that was dropped. Uh, I think they recasted one of the kids. I'm pretty sure they did because <laughs> I saw a still from the original <laughs> for the pilot that was shot and shown to AB, uh, NBC and a, a different child. One of the I think the son was different. Anyway. Uh, it's not, in, it, and speaking of difference, this show is not entirely different from. Uh, it's a it's a mixed race show. The uh, Soraya Blue, I think that's pronounced her name. Uh, she's great. She's wonderful. Uh, as are the people that play her parents. Uh, I think I spoke about this in the show where I, where I basically reviewed it, and the episode of the Constitutional's podcast where I reviewed it. But her par- the people who play her parents, are phenomenal. They're some of the best actors. A couple of the best actors I've seen uh, on comedy in the past year, past broadcast year. Um, 
But the issue is it's not different from the fully white counterparts. Like if I if I picked up an episode of King of Queens, I wouldn't be able to differentiate it from uh, I Feel Bad. You know, it's just, but the hook of this show is she, uh, every episode is uh, based on she feels bad that she can't. Uh, <laughs> she feels bad. Sorry, that was disgusting. She feels bad that she can't, you know, do something for her kids that she wants alone time or that she, I don't know, but it's, and it's like that. It's, uh, I wouldn't say high concept. It's low concept. It's not, it's not fun in the slightest. Uh, but there are good, funny jokes. Uh, what is this guy doing? What is Is he coming over towards me? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) Um, I feel bad. I think I guarantee. I think the the episode. There was one more episode that aired just after Christmas. I think it's going to get canceled. Uh, and knowing NBC, they won't give it another shot. So I'm sorry. I feel bad. You're going to get canceled. Johnny Pemberton, Jack Cherry, and uh, the British guy who plays Simon and uh, the Inbetweeners. They're in the show as well. Uh, they are funny. The stuff they were given to do is very funny, but the context surrounding it, they all work, uh, them and uh, Soraya Blue, they all work in this game, they work as video game designers, and that, that stuff is kind of, uh, the writers are blind to what it's like to work in that, and it's kind of, it's, it's, it's not funny, is what I'm saying, so <laughs> very sorry, I feel bad, but I love the actors, I love every actor in there, just a bad show. I don't want to say bad show. Just not didn't stand up. Next up, I chose the kids are all right uh, to be my number one this year. Um, yeah, it's a good show. The kids are all right is a good show. Uh, it's very funny. Should not be on ABC. I I wholly believe that. It's a it's a interesting show that um, it's about. Uh, a family, a Catholic family in the 70s, uh, growing up and having their own, uh, their, you know, own, I don't know, own show. What am I saying? Their own, uh, their own adventures. It's a sitcom set in the 70s. Uh, there's a, there's a yellow tint to it. Uh, not yellow. I'm sorry. What is it? Um, what is that tent called? Do you know the tent that's yellow? <laughs> anyway, there's a yellow tint to it. Uh, I like it. Interesting show. Check it out very funny. You think it's going to focus on one child? No, it focuses on there's seven children, seven boys, I believe, uh, a dad and a mom, uh, a lot of heart to it. I like it a lot. Check it out. The Connors, I uh, did not watch that. I have a thing against Roseanne <laughs> and you can guess why. Uh, also, I never found Roseanne funny. I just, I don't care about that. Uh, so there you go. Uh, the Connors, I, I think it's been doing decently, not entirely good, but decently in terms of ratings. So there you go. Uh, cool kids did not watch a lick of that show. More power to David Allen Greer though. Love that guy. Uh, Rel, I, it's, <laughs> listen, <laughs> Fox, I think I've mentioned this before. Fox is, is shifted to, um, to, they canceled, that's, they canceled Brooklyn Nine-Nine and Last Man on Earth and all the shows that they don't own. And they, and, uh, after this Disney sale. And so that's why a bunch of shows were canceled. And, uh, so they don't, so now they own all the shows that are being made or at least co-own. And, uh, I think rel is one of the first shows that that's part of this deal. 
and uh, Lil Ro Howery stars in it. Uh, Sinbad stars in it as well. I don't know the rest of the actors. Uh, this show has been doing crazy numbers. I don't understand it. I think the black community loves it. It's been doing crazy numbers on Fox. Uh, Fox promotes the mess out of it. Good for them. I've seen a couple of minutes. It's, uh, it's again, it's one of these modern day sitcoms, uh, multicams that, that aren't funny, but somehow, uh, it's, it's the CBS formula, even though it's on Fox and it's doing well, it's doing insane. So good for them. I'm happy for Lil Roll Howery and Sinbad. There's a car across the street. There's a Honda, <laughs> there's a Honda CRV across the street that is in, I think the wrong. They've been. They've had their hazards on. They've had their blinkers on. And their hazards on for the past since I've been sitting here. So for about thirty to forty minutes, and uh, they're trying to cross the street. I believe they keep pulling out of the middle of the street and then they keep backing up. I don't know what's going on. Uh, and this is a one-way street I'm on right now, so I don't know what they're doing. Uh, let's see, Alex Inc. If you don't know the show, is this is a show that's based on the Gimlet show. Uh, what's the Gimlet show that I'm talking about? The Gimlet show, um, startup, and uh, it was that. I don't know who that. I forgot. I don't know the guy who started that that show. But Gimlet is a podcast company that's one of the most uh, profitable. Uh, I think it's the only profitable one. <laughs> it's like them. <laughs> Uh, Earwolf is barely profitable. Nerdist couldn't make it work. That's why they. That's why all their shows left and jump shift to Forever Dog or Independence. <laughs> it's so sad that podcasting. That I read. I saw an article yesterday uh, that said that I will be doing something on news about with uh, news time on uh, next month uh, or in a couple of weeks rather. That said, the podcasting industry, actually, I have it up right now in my Chrome on my phone. The podcasting industry is about to make uh, three points. Hold on. Revenue is expected to reach $659 million in 2020, up from $314 million in 2017. But I always, I think it's so weird that uh, the that hosts aren't getting this money. I think it's not weird. I think it's horrible that hosts aren't sitting this, seeing this money and guests aren't seeing this money. I mean, you know, for... And I mean, only, I mean, you know, you can't pay everybody. Not every network can pay everybody, but I think something for like Earwolf or uh, somebody who's coming over to sit down and talk to you for two hours, they got to, they got to pay you. But NPR, I don't think they should have to pay somebody or uh, New York Times, the daily, they don't, they don't have to pay for anybody, but you know, anyway, cause that's the news and the news, you know, if you're doing a talk show, like a comedy bang, bang, maybe they should get paid. But if you're doing a new show like, uh, up first or the daily, you know, you shouldn't have to get paid any hooser. Cause you're a correspondent, any hooser, uh, Alex Inc starred, uh, Zach Braff. I believe he produced it as well. Zach Braff and the, uh, woman who played uh, fake Eleanor on the good place. And she's Tia Sakar. And I believe she's in like 70. Th- this is how you know. I watched way too many shows. I've watched 487 hours of television. Of course, I should know Tia Sagar's name. I believe that's her name. Let's look it up. Uh, but she was on a bunch of TV shows. Yep, Tia Sagar. She's a very good actress. Uh, she's on a bunch of Supergirl. She was on Supergirl as well, uh, which I read about because I did not watch the last half of the season. <laughs> but she was on a bunch of shows this year, so good for her. I, I wish her the best. She's the she's one of the greatest. Uh, I'm sorry the show didn't work out for her, but you know she's she's got other avenues. 
Alex Inc., uh, speaking of which, was canceled. So <laughs> there's that. <laughs> Alex Inc. canceled. Uh, I don't know. It's It wasn't entirely good. Or di- See, Alex Inc. and I Feel Bad. Alex Inc. was on ABC. I Feel Bad's on NBC. Uh so many shows have this trope of the main character narrating. Uh, American Housewife, uh, The Goldbergs, The Kids All Right, Blackish, all of uh, The Middle when it was on. Those shows are all doing the narration thing, and I think it's time for that to stop because that can't be your only hook to get the show moving along, moving forward. I think that's just that's kind of a lazy thing to do at this point. I feel bad probably would have worked better had it been something that was a straight up sitcom rather than it. Uh, I'm sorry, single camera sitcom rather than it having this narration point. They should focus on the jokes rather than focus on moving the story forward, <laughs> which is weird because I love story, but they had lazy story, <laughs> story. The Neighborhood and Happy Together. I will put those together because those are two shows that I watched literally just a couple of minutes of. Uh, I'm happy for all the actors involved. Uh, not there's their typical CBS multicams. Not funny. Uh, kind of overacted, but they're nine to five jobs for these actors that I love. Cedric the Entertainer, Max Greenfield holding down. Uh, I think Beth Burrs holding and. Um, to China Arnold holding down the neighborhood, which is insane. Those are the, some of the funniest actors in television history. Beth Burrs is on one of the uh, best shows that CBS ever had. And, <laughs> you know, we <laughs> now they're on the neighborhood, which I don't think is going to last. Happy Together, Damon Wayans Jr. and Amber Stevens West. Uh... Uh, hosting a, uh, not hosting, sorry, starring in a show where it's like two, two uh, 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 older black people in their late 30s uh, or in the mid 30s start, the, the car's moving. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, uh, let a pop star live in their house and he teaches them how to be young again stuff like that so it's that's the whole storyline don't don't watch it I'm sorry to say that don't watch it if that's your bag I'm sorry to to you American Woman I didn't watch this canceled it was on Paramount Network one of the few shows that Paramount picked up that had uh, I think they also canceled Heathers actually I think Heathers they pushed back Heathers anyway we're gonna talk about we're not gonna talk about that I gotta keep moving because this is 19 minutes and 20 minutes and actually uh, American Woman, uh, I don't know. It's based on the movie and the song, I think. I don't know. <laughs> don't watch it. It's, it got canceled. Living Biblically also got canceled. Did not watch a second of that. I think I've only seen a trailer, if that. I don't even think I've seen a trailer. Living Biblically, where a guy tried to follow the Bible uh, every... Uh, he tried to follow the Bible, and it was on CBS, and it got canned. Let's see. Moving on. <laughs> he tried to live by the Bible standards. AP Bio coming back, I believe, uh, Q2. <laughs> I'm not going to talk in business speak. It's coming back uh, 2019 mid-season, mid-season of this season. Uh, AP Bio stars uh, Glenn, Glenn Howerton. That's what I say, Glenn Howard. Glenn Howerton uh, taking a break from uh, Always Sunny to, uh, to star as a TV show. Not a TV show. <laughs> I'm sorry. To star as a 
a teacher, a teacher at a school. He's an AP bio teacher uh, and he doesn't want to teach the kids. He wants to get out of there as fast as possible. Uh, somebody an update. Somebody's getting into the Honda CRV. The driver's been there. Now this guy's leaving. I think he's carrying a pizza. He's picking up a pizza. They're going. They're gone. All right. <laughs> We're done. AP Bio, very funny show. Uh, the, uh, the cast is so good. So, so, so good. Again, another show where the kids are very funny, which is very strange because kids are never funny. Uh, but along with Glenn Howerton, there are a bunch of people who were part of the Groundlings and UCB. Very funny people uh, whose names I'm forgetting right now. And Patton Oswalt's in the show. Uh, it's a the show has a very and I and I love talking about looks in a show because this show has a very saturated look, like the kids are right with its sepia. Kids are right is sepia, the saturated look, uh, saturated vivid colors for uh, AP Bio, which is uh, and and the and the writing is very funny. It's created by Mike O'Brien, uh, produced by Seth Meyers, I believe. Very funny show. Uh, check it out. Very biting. I it should again another show that should not be on broadcast uh had it been on cable uh it would be it would go to lengths that i don't think that i would even want to discuss right now final broadcasting show la to vegas uh i did mention this show in the in the recommendations uh of the uh of news time i don't know why i i gotta be honest with you i watched the show i was several at at weeks at points i was like three or four weeks behind sometimes uh but i continued to watch it because the cast was funny they're made up of uh one of them was uh, i think the woman uh nicole who played like a stripper she was an unknown she didn't have that many roles peter stormore is in the show uh uh patrick i'm sorry dylan mcdermott dylan mcdermott is that right dylan mcdermott and dermot milroney were both in the show uh Kim Matula, very funny woman from uh, from an unfunny show, Unreal, which is a drama based on The Bachelor. But it's a but she she led the show, very good show. Uh, Zachary Knighton was in it as well for a split second. I ju- it's uh, it's cur- it's curious as to why that show existed. <laughs> it's about every week uh, how a how these group of characters uh, some that worked for airlines some that didn't would commute every Friday from Friday to Sunday they would commute from LA to Vegas and Vegas LA uh, interesting premise I enjoyed it I, interesting setting I enjoyed it uh, some of the jokes fell flat a lot but the characters were just so well done the, I think because the actors brought them to life uh, I'm sorry to say that the show you know didn't live up to its potential that's why I got canceled Canceled, but and also I don't think uh, Fox owned it, but still uh, interesting show that uh, should I guess be seen at some point. So listen, here we're going to take another break because this video file is long as crap. <laughs> we're going to take another break and uh, we'll come right back and we'll talk about the movies and podcasts, the comedy movies and podcasts. <laughs> Uh, we're back. Okay, all right, let's finish this up, please. Jiminy Christmas. We gotta finish up a couple of podcasts before the new year starts. Oh, we still have to do streaming shows. Okay, let's knock this out. Good cop. Didn't watch it. Got canceled. That's why. Forever. Wonderful show. Fantastic series. Uh, Good cop starred Josh Groban, I believe. So I guess there's that. And uh, there's some kids walking by. Yeah, don't look in here, you children. Uh, 
Forever, which was, uh, I'm just going to wait till they pass by. I'm just going to keep uh, vent, venting. There we go. Forever, uh, which is a wonderful show that was on the Amazon network uh, starring uh, this. This is a fairly recent show. I don't have to go into the details of it, but it stars it stars uh, Fred Armisen and Maya Rudolph. Uh, it's a limited series. So take that as you will. And it's a, it's about a couple that. It's about a couple. This It's a really good story. And I'm trying not to uh, ruin it for everybody. It's about a couple that questions, should they be together forever? At least one person questions it. So there we go. Uh, definitely check it out. If you have Amazon Prime, definitely check that show out. Uh, very good. I think it's one of the best of the year. Uh, some people say it's boring. I don't really care. <laughs> The Kaminsky Method. I did not watch a second of this show, but apparently it exists. Norm MacDonald has a show. This is a... Norm MacDonald has a show. (laughs) I think I made that joke earlier. Norm MacDonald has a talk show where he talks to famous white people. Uh, (laughs) It's true. It's all white people that are his guests. I think there's one person of color. I think there's like two women. Uh... You know, I'm not usually one of those people. I never was until you start noticing it. And now I am one of those people. And I have been for a couple of years now. Uh, he talks to famous white people. He's, he's, you know, it's trademark Norm MacDonald. He's kind of a turd, but then he's not really uh, very. He's funny. He's a funny guy. I guess I can say that. I've, I've loved his stuff for years. But it's Norm MacDonald has a talk show, and that's it. It's literally just them talking. Uh, Patriot Act. Hassan Minaj's new show over there. Uh, bo- these are both on Netflix. Uh, since it's streaming. <laughs> Hassan Minaj's new show, uh, it's a, again, it's one of those, you pick up one story and you talk about it type of uh, late night shows. So last week, tonight, Full Frontal, The Daily Show, uh, very funny, uh, like uh, like uh, Joel McHale. Oh, boy. Let's talk about the, all those shows at once, because uh, Netflix had four of these shows come out this year. Uh, so Norm Macdonald has a show, Patriot Act, uh, Joel McHale show with Joel McHale, and Michelle Wolf's show? What is that, Breaking Things? <laughs> I feel bad. I feel bad! <laughs> and Michelle Wolf's show. Uh, oh, Jesus, this is embarrassing. I'm sorry. I'm going to look up Michelle Wolf. The Break. It's called The Break with Michelle Wolf. Uh, Joel McHale's show and Michelle Wolf's show both got, were canceled unceremoniously. <laughs> I think they ordered, and Netflix ordered more, more shows, uh, more episodes of The Break. Uh, the Break, it started out, I'm going to say this, it started out very hard. It was very slow. It's just, it was just another political talk show, uh, comedy show, comedy talk show. And then episodes in, it got better. These shows, they have to have time. And I think... Netflix is at a point right now where it's it's uh, a couple of years ago they would have kept all the shows on forever, and now they're at a point where they are they're still losing money year over year, but they're still making money year over year, uh, but they're losing a lot more money than they make, and it's incredibly difficult for them to uh, for them to keep, keep to keep a bunch of these shows alive because you know four hundred thousand people watch them as opposed to uh, a million. Uh, which apparently 
I also saw, I read an article today that said Bird Box was watched 45 million times, which is, uh, which I find a little bit hard to believe, but they have this, they have the numbers, uh, and Netflix never releases numbers, so that's a big deal that they announced that that happened. Uh, keep in mind, Netflix has 130 million subscribers, so that means a little over a third of the subscribers watched this movie. That's insane. Uh, but I guess, my, my theory is that they heard it was like the quiet place but you know you have to keep your eyes covered so there you go uh, but but Patriot Act, Joel McHale show with Joel McHale and the break with Michelle Wolf, uh, th- they're all interesting. They're all, I mean, the break and Patriot Act kind of have the same conceit because uh, they both come from the Daily Show and late night and other late night shows like of the same ilk. Uh, it's very, it's 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 tough. It's tough for these shows to exist, but uh, they have to find a niche. They have to be different. And uh, the break, I think, wasn't, even though. It kind of was. Uh, I think Netflix saw it as it wasn't as different as it needed to be. And um, let's see. And uh, sorry, I had to turn the air down. It's chilly in here, even though it's hot outside. It's December. I should be wearing my jacket. But uh, Joel McHale show Joel McHale. It was a, it was a soup, but still unfunny. Uh, <laughs> Patriot Act. I urge. I I watch it. It's uh, Hassan Minaj is very funny. A little too animated for my tastes. Sometimes I just have to look away from the screen because he's moving too much. But and and he's definitely try. The jokes are a little try hard, uh, like last week tonight, where they're forcing these jokes down your throat and they tell the same type of joke every time. Uh, last week tonight does that. They with with the with the fake out like uh, you weren't even paying much attention that this is not the South Sudan. This is a picture of uh, Suzanne Summers. This is the South Sudan. You know stuff like that. Uh, if you watch the if you watch that show, you'll understand what I'm saying. Uh, for Patriot Act, he goes on these uh, tangents that kind of aren't funny. But Hassan's a very funny guy. I love him a lot. Watch Patriot Act. Uh, Champagne, Illinois. It was my second favorite uh, streaming. Oh, here we go. All right. Okay, guys. Uh, I'll come back in a second. Uh, thank you for listening. Here's another break. Here we go. All right, that's the last break for this stupid show. <laughs> Welcome back to the Constitutional's Podcast. I'm your Shad White. You know all the deals. A uh, little thing here. So I did not finish recording that day that I recorded the podcast on. Uh, so now we have to finish this. Uh, and I got to tell you, I don't know where. Here we go. Uh, behind the scenes, we it is about two days removed from when I last recorded this show. It is. But the show will be out in a second. So don't worry. Don't you threat. Don't you fret. All right. Last time we were at Champaign, Illinois, and uh, I'll put Cobra Kai in there as well. So those are those are my two top picks for shows for comedy streaming shows. Uh, Champaign, Illinois, very funny show starring Sam Richardson and Adam Pally featuring Jay Farrow, who passed away in the show. He didn't pass away in real life, but he passed away in the show. Uh, very funny show about two guys. I think I mentioned this <laughs> who are friends and their best friend dies and he's a rapper and they're basically his cohorts. And they uh, have to get on life without him, but they don't have the money or the fame that they had with him. So there's that. And uh, great show. Wonderful. Cobra Kai is a follow up to the Karate Kid movies. Uh, it's very it's very funny. Uh, I, again, I mentioned this in the in the episode, but 
it is it's very strange because it's kind of left in that 80s world even though it takes place in 2018 and the and the the characters are they kind of they say these things that were okay in the 80s but aren't okay in the uh now you know 30 years later and it's very, but it's still very funny it's still a very good show to watch so check it out uh let's see where are we going what's going next um Insatiable, never watched it, don't care to, but that was a show that existed. On My Block, again, never watched it, don't care to, existed. Why do I have these written down? The End of the Effing World, very funny show, very dry British show about two teenagers who run off, and uh, they, I don't know if they're in love or not, they just run off. They just like each other. They're, they're kids. It's fine. I don't even know they're teenagers anymore. I watched a couple episodes. It was fine. Uh, She-Ra and the Princess of Power, that is a great show from DreamWorks. Uh, I think one of the anim- the creator of the show was an animator or she worked on Steven Universe. I don't know. I think so. I don't know. Don't quote me on that. But it's very much like Voltron. It's a remake of the 80s cartoon about She-Ra who's a sister to Adam of uh, uh, the He-Man. <laughs> Uh, I do have an idea for, I think I mentioned this in an earlier episode of Constitutionals. I do have an idea for an episode where they meet Adam. I will, I will write it up and it'll be good. All right, now let's move on to movies. Really quick. Uh, there are a lot, there are a lot of comedy movies this year, even though I thought, you know, over the summer, I thought there weren't any, but now there, now that I look at the list, there's a, a ton. I was gonna say a huge ton, but that doesn't make sense. A ton of comedy movies that came out. Uh, we had Blockers and Game Night, which were two of the best comedy movies of the year. They were so good, so funny. Uh, don't don't read anything. Don't listen to people about these movies. They're fantastic, especially Game Night. Game Night really stood out because it was just, it was this, it was this movie that had, that was a comedy that had all, uh, Kyle Chandler as uh, somebody who didn't, who didn't think would be doing comedy, but there he is doing comedy. Uh, and he, he came out very much like John Cena and Blockers, but he came out, did a great job. Uh, his character gets kidnapped and his, his uh, friends and Jason Bateman, his brother think, it is uh, it's a joke, but it's not. And then it turns out to be real. And and they uh, and then there's just so many different twists and turns in the movie. I love it so much. Blockers, very funny. John Cena, uh, I think Soraya Blue is in it from earlier, who I mentioned uh, four days ago when I recorded this. And uh, let's see, uh, Ike Barinholtz and Leslie Mann or Bib, one of those Leslies. Uh, very funny. Joe Demetrius' wife. <laughs> Very funny show. Very funny movie. Sorry. Very funny movie, Blockers. Uh, it's a good coming-of-age movie that really did give give the the young women who were starring as the teenagers in the movie, the, the, the high school girls graduating, uh, they really gave them a spotlight to shine, and they were very funny. And I think one of them, uh, the Indian woman, the Indian child person, she is uh, she's starring in a show called Miracle Workers with Daniel Radcliffe and Steve Buscemi. Uh, Busimi, sorry. Uh, it's coming out on TBS <laughs> in February. There you go. Need a little plug for that. I feel pretty. Uh, great movie. Great movie. I don't care what anybody says. This is the issue I have with reviews because reviews are just so one note. And then uh, that's why I stopped doing reviews. Uh, and, and it's and you have these these critics who who just who kind of, some of them make their decisions up before they see the movie, and 
you know, I really don't have a basis for that, but it's, I, I mean, I feel pretty. It was great. The trailer made me laugh out loud. I had a good time with it, with the movie. It stuck with me throughout the year. And that's what I look like. That's what I look for when I, when I watch a movie or a TV show, if it sticks with me, that means I like it. That means something happened, uh, to where that it really, it made me want to see the movie again. Uh, speaking of which same movie that did that life of the party, both movies, a lot of these movies I saw alone, like on a Saturday at like 10 a.m. Life of the Party, Melissa McCarthy. Oh, I Feel Pretty was Amy Schumer. Uh, she gets hit over the head. She falls in Soul Cycle. Uh, I don't like the branding in this movie. She falls in Soul Cycle and wakes up and believes she's a beautiful woman. <laughs> it's so stupid. I love it so much. It's such a funny movie. I, uh, Life of the Party, which is Melissa McCarthy. She goes back to school, go back to college with uh, with her daughter, who's going to college for the first time. Uh, Gillian Jacobs in the movie. Everybody's good. This is one of those movies that is shot with a soft filter same thing with bad moms uh i like 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 i like bad moms and i like the first one not the second one. Oh boy jesus uh but life of the party very interesting uh it's it's kind of tame you get you get the jokes they name drop christina aguilera and then you think and then you think nothing of it and then christina aguilera uh, christina shows up in the last act of the movie and you're like oh whoa that's weird that's very strange that they would name drop her and then show up spider-man in the spider-verse i have not seen it but it's uh I got it's people who love it because they love anything that's Marvel and they're a sheep. Uh, <laughs> but that being said, I love Teen Titans go to the movies. So Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, I will probably love. I love good cartoon films. I love good cartoon films. That's just it. Uh, but I am sick of these superhero films. Black Klansman is sorry to bother you. I will put these in the same ca- and uh, let's put blind spotting in that same category too. Uh, I just saw blind spotting last week and then I bought it. <laughs> it was on sale, so I was like, oh, why not? Uh, but uh, they're all these three movies, and I've talked about this before. Uh, were basically outcasted and shunned to nothingness. Uh, in the in the shadow of the other big black movie that came out this year, which was Black Panther, uh, but I will say that Black Klansman, Sorry to Bother You, and Blind Spotting stuck with me more than uh, and you know I have a, I do have a bias against superhero films, but it's uh, but these movies stuck with me more. Black Klansman is Adam Driver's uh, Adam Driver. Why did I name Adam Driver first? Uh, I think it's John Washington, Denzel Washington's son, stars in uh, Ballers. He plays a black cop in a small town full of white cops, and he wants to infiltrate the KKK. They let him do it. Adam Driver is the cop that they allow him to inter- infiltrate the KKK. Sorry to bother you is uh, Lakeith Stanfield uh, playing a guy who uses his white voice as a telemarketer to sell uh, people's stuff. And then blind spotting is uh, V Diggs. He sees a black guy get shot, and it really affects him on the last days of his probation, and he has to avoid getting caught with anything because he's on probation. All very funny, all very powerful and poignant, uh, way more so than, and I hate to pit, I hate to pit these movies against each other, but more so than a Black Panther film, which uh, ended with uh, the main character fighting a version of himself, much like Iron Man. Night School, I did not see it, I will... See it at some point. <laughs> Isle of Dogs, wonderful, fantastic film where Brian Cranston leads an all-star cast of uh, of talking dogs, of dogs in Japan who are out 
who are just who are who are forced out of Japan and they're gonna live on this trash island. It is it's great. It's fun. It's uh, imagine Fantastic Mr. Fox, but with dogs and uh, Japanese people. I like it a lot. A lot of heart. I think it's Wes Anderson. Great, 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 great film. Eighth grade. Did not see it. It's going to be on Amazon next week. So here we go. <laughs> I'll watch it then. Uh, Overboard. Did not see it. That's a remake with Anna Ferris and the guy who was in How to How to Be a Latin Lover, which is a fantastic movie. <laughs> I laughed way too much during it. Check it out. It's on Amazon. Uh, but it's a remake. It's a. I think it's about the original was if a woman was on this. I think cruise ship and she hit her head and she forgot who she was and she fell in love with this man who is rich but now uh there's the roles are reversed so she uh he he falls in love with her and he's some poor vagrant or something like that the spy who dumped me mila kunis and oh god what is her name oh she's on snl kate mckinnon mila kunis kate mckinnon a very very great movie about uh, a, a woman who gets breaking up with her spy boyfriend and then she goes to return something to him because she's hunted down by this other spy organization you can see the the last act coming from a mile away but it's justin thoreau those and then the two women they did such a fantastic job it's so funny i enjoyed myself well it's one of those movies that i will only watch once though <laughs> if it comes on fx i'll watch it but i'm not gonna go out and seek it paddington 2 best movie of the year <laughs> i don't care what anybody says paddington 2 if you hate paddington and paddington 2 you've got no heart the bear is back He's living with his family. Then he gets sent to jail for a crime he didn't commit, all because he wants to give his uh, nana or grandmother a book. And then, I would ruin the ending for you, she shows up in London, and everybody, they're having a party, and then Paddington's like, man, I just wish I could get, get her this book. And then they're like, why don't you show her the real thing? And then she knocks on the door, and she shows up, and if you don't burst into tears at that point, you are a sap and go watch your Marvel and DC films. Action Point did not see it. Uh, it is Johnny Knoxville. He is, he makes a, a what, he makes an uh, not arcade. What is it called? Like a Six Flags, a, an amusement park. He makes an amusement park at, in New Jersey. And it's like Action Park, the real thing that was so deadly and I, people got hurt every ride they went on, but people loved it. Uh, shot in South Africa and not Jersey. It's cheaper to shoot and sell that. It's cheaper to pick up, shop, and fly everybody out there. I think Johnny Pemberton was in the movie. Uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet. You know what really sucks is I was, I was planning on saying this. Work got in the way. I had to wake up early for all for work so i couldn't see uh, ralph breaks the internet it's only in one theater now i think i know of it's only one in one theater it's not even featured i use adam tickets to buy my tickets it's not even featured on the app anymore it's only one theater and it's at like 255 and it's just in a part of town that uh, when the movie ends it'll i'll be stuck in traffic for 40 minutes and i just don't want to do that so i'll see it when it comes on dvd i assume in march Super Troopers 2, no comment. Deadpool 2, it's a movie that is great in 2018, and in 10 years, it's not going to be... 
good or funny, <laughs> you know, uh, and, and I'll say this. I don't I'm sick of superhero movies, even though I did just buy X-Men Apocalypse and X-Men Days of Future Past, the road cut. So now I have two versions of <laughs> X-Men Days of Future Past. If anyone cares, <laughs> I wanted the road cut and they were both five dollars road cut and apocalypse. So that's what I got. <laughs> that's what I got myself for Christmas. That and God of War, which I'd already played when it came out and I didn't finish it because I rented it and I bought it. It was twenty six dollars. So go me. <laughs> Shut up, Chad. Uh, what else did I get? I also got uh, Nino Cooney, too. <laughs> I don't have time to play that game. And then I also got oh Red Dead Redemption 2 on Xbox. And I got Smash on uh, Nintendo Switch. So there you go. I am flexing to everybody. <laughs> I am flexing. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, Deadpool 2. But I will say this about superhero movies. Uh, so so a lot of them are going to be great in the future. And 20 years from now, this is it's it's the thing of Superman, the original Superman and and uh, and the Batman, the Michael Keaton Batman. Uh, one of those is something I will show my children in 10 years. Another one is a movie that I will go. This is what it was like. <laughs> this is what superhero movies like. Yeah, they were sometimes good, sometimes bad. I love the first Batman movie with Michael Keaton and Jack Nicholson, but there's a lot of there's a lot of stiffness uh, in the neck area with Batman, and there's so many there's there's issues in the movie that just date it. And Deadpool two is dated. Uh, the I'm looking at the Avengers DVD, Marvel's The Avengers. That movie is going to be great in 20 years. Uh, Wonder Woman, great in 20 years. Suicide Squad, not so much. Captain America, wonderful in 20 years. Man of Steel, wonderful in 20 years. Uh, Batman vs. Superman, Down to Justice, the extended edition. It's great right now. Go watch it. Don't listen to anybody. <laughs> uh, let's see. I mean, I'd say pretty much every movie that that DC and Marvel have done within the past 15 years is going to be something that people are going to, you know, see on TV in the future and go, Oh, I'll sit down and watch this or I'll enjoy this. But Deadpool two, I think it really, you can go for the hits and the laughs now, but you, you got to think, man, these are, <laughs> these are things that people can watch forever and you got to be able to, and that's it. That's the issue I have with, I think Ryan Reynolds in general. I just don't, I mean, he's a handsome guy. He's funny. Sometimes I love Blake lively and, uh, I, I'm, you know, I love the movie buried that Ryan Reynolds is in. I think about that movie constantly where he was buried in a coffin and it was just him for 90 minutes but Deadpool 2 there's an issue where you can't there's only, there's so much you can do there's so much you can do I understand that they want to be current and be and have all these jokes but I think you know there's 40% of that movie that just him making jokes about DC movies like come on dude that's gonna that plays great now but in I'm, I would say even in five years you know with the release of Aquaman and uh, and I like Justice League so kiss my grits <laughs> so I mean with the release of even like you know Aquaman and Shazam coming next month it's or in a couple of months it's just you know you're just kind of you kind of you put yourself in this bubble and you're going to stay there so that's what Deadpool 2 is but I enjoyed it when I saw it you know book club did not see it don't care I think that's Diane Keaton and three other women uh, who go out and want to date or something I don't know it's like sex in the city but for older women Uncle Drew did not see it I wanted to again could not I think at that time I did uh, you know what? I just couldn't see it I just couldn't see the movie 
and it's on DVD and I will check it out at some point. But I'm interested. I love Kyrie Irving. I love everybody involved in the movie, especially Nick Kroll. I'll see it. Happy Time Murders. Again, did not see it. I will definitely see it. I don't care what people say about the reviews, but that is the puppet movie. Oh, Uncle Drew is uh, the Sprite commercials into a movie. That's it. Happy Time Murders <laughs> is uh, Melissa McCarthy again. It's uh, a Brian Henson, Jim Henson's son, uh, made this movie and it's with Muppets and it's dirty and uh, well, I mean, I'll see. I don't care what people say. Tag. Another good comedy film that I watched and it stuck with me throughout the year, just like I Feel Pretty, just like Game Night and Blockers and uh, even Life of the Party. <laughs> stuck with me throughout the year. I had a good time with it. Tag's a very funny movie. So, so, so funny. Just allow yourself to see these movies. Just drop all preconceived notions. See these movies and just have fun. Just enjoy yourself. Uh, I wonder if this is good lighting. I doubt it is. Tag was uh, Jeremy Renner, Ed Helms, uh, God, John Hamm, Hannibal Burris, and Jake Johnson. They all play, they all play this lifelong game of tag for like two months out of the year. Annabella Wallace, I think is in the movie and somebody else, Isla Fisher. Uh, very funny, very like, and there are, there are slow motion sequences like the Sherlock Holmes, like Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes movies. Uh, he's overrated, but like, like his, like those Sherlock Holmes movies where he slows down and he's noticing things and he's tagging stuff and like that. Tag has those sequences and they're so funny. They're narrated. They're stupid. They're just good fun. Long Dumb Road. I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago. Jason Mantzoukas and... Uh, Oh, God, I forgot his name. Anyway, Jason Mizuka stars in it uh, with a, a kid who wants to. He's a very funny guy. I feel so bad. Oh, I feel so bad. I can look it up, but I just I got to hurry along. Long Dumb Road, very funny movie, travel film. Enjoy it. It's very good. Dumplin' did not see it. I'm so sorry. It's on my Netflix queue. Mid-90s, saw the solid side of premiere. Very good movie. I wouldn't even classify this as a comedy, but a very, very good movie with uh, Jonah Hill directed it. A bunch of kids. One kid is very young, and he wants to skate with these older kids. And then you just see this downward spiral. It's, it does not turn upward at all. It's a, kid, it's a nice little kid who has a nice mom and a douchey brother and then there's this downward spiral with this kid and his personality and his social life and uh, it sucks it sucks so much to watch it happen and you're just kind of like oh my heart hurts but you get it because you were a child once and you went through phases too Mama Mia here we go again I have a friend who keeps saying I will enjoy this movie and I've never seen the first one I plan on seeing it but I never saw it and I don't want to see this one. But people loved it. So there's that. Apparently Cher was in there for like five seconds. Uh, Instant Family. Did not see it. Mark Wahlberg and I believe Rose Byrne. Something about it's a family movie. I don't know. Very funny, though, is what I heard. Teen Titans Go, the movies. I talked about this. The Teen Titans Go in, in movie form. And it's a, Teen Titans Go is the cartoony version of Teen Titans. It's it's insane. It's uh, asinine. It's very dumb at a lot of points. But man, oh, man, is it not? The movie is very, very funny. It's very good. But again, like Deadpool, it just kind of... It just kind of lives in this world of 2018, but I think it'll I think it'll age better than Deadpool. Uh, there is one point where Stanley has Stanley from Marvel, and I think he's worked and Jack Kirby and he have I think Jack Kirby more so has worked on DC, but um, 
DC characters. But Stanley's in the movie and he has like four lines. And I listened to our writer interview where the director and the sound engineer went to see Stanley at his power entertainment uh, studios when he was alive, obviously. <laughs> when he. What is left? And they went to his power entertainment studios, and they saw the and the and the microphone, the equipment they brought wasn't working, and the sound engineer was so embarrassed. And Stanley's like giving him crap the entire time, and then eventually they just settled on the sound engineer holding up his laptop to Stanley and having Stanley say like a bunch of lines in there, like a, and I and I and that and it sound and it sounds and you you'll watch the movie, please watch the movie, very funny. You'll watch the movie. And then you'll hear how bad Stan Lee sounds versus the other characters. And that's and that's the reason, because they recorded on a laptop microphone. Then we got Hearts Beat Loud. It's on Hulu right now. Nick Offerman and Tessa Thompson star in this movie about a, a father and a daughter who connect over music, I believe. That's what the thing is. Crazy Rich Asians is uh, Crazy Rich Mediocrity. Crazy Mediocre Asians. Uh <laughs> Rom-com, Crazy Rich Asians, it's it's fine. It's very lavish. You you get the story beats, but uh, again, like Black Panther, it's a movie that's the first of its kind. So there you go. Death of Stalin. I, I talked about this a couple weeks ago. Very, very fun movie. Uh, it's hard to follow sometimes, but Armando Iannucci did a really good job. Uh, it happens. It's about the, uh, what's it called? Russia after the... The uh, death of Stalin. <laughs> Can't ever forgive me. <laughs> Movie, it, it just left theaters, and I was planning on seeing it, and then I got caught up with work again. <sighs> Last, lifestyles of the rich and famous. <laughs> I'm not rich, nor am I famous. Uh, Can you ever forgive me? Melissa McCarthy, yet again. This is an independent film with, it's, it's, I think it's a drama more so than a comedy, but it's about a writer who is down on her luck. Not a, she's like an interviewer, reporter down on her luck, and she starts writing up these fake stories or something like that. Uh, and I want to see it so badly. So the moment it comes to Google Play or Amazon, I will watch it. Uh, podcast, Conan O'Brien, he's a friend. Conan O'Brien talks to his famous friends and he asks them if they want to be friends. Throwing Shade, Deeper Shade of Shade is a Stitcher Premium version of the show, Throwing Shade, uh, where the uh, hosts sit down with one person and they just have a deep conversation. Hollywood Handbook Pro version, where is uh, again, Stitcher Premium version of the show, where the hosts basically do the show again, but in half-hour format. Meet my friends, the friends. Oh, that's not new. Meet my friends, the friends. Good podcast. Tom Sharpling does a podcast recap of the Friends TV show episode by episode, but they, it's uh, it's not a typical recap. There's a lot of a lot of mess ups. So there you have it. Those are all the things that I liked in this show in the in this world, 2018. Sorry for the delayed and long podcast. You will be getting your regular Constitutionals episode this Thursday, the first Thursday in January. So we will see you then. But uh, thank you so much for listening. I very much and watching. I very much appreciate it. This is the first year we've done a video for we. (laughs) This is the first year I've done video for uh, the Constitutionals. So it's going to be great. We'll see where 2019 takes us. Hopefully not late anymore. (laughs) 
All right. Thank you for listening. You can listen. If you like what you heard here, why don't you head on over to the website, cpluscomedy.com, where there's going to be some interviews. I swear to God, there are going to be interviews coming up. I have three that are literally, they're sitting on my computer and I just need to put them up. Well, one of them is sitting on my computer. I need to put them up. Two of them I need to type out. And then uh, head on over to youtube.com slash comedy where you can watch the, if you're, this is the audio version. If you're, if you're listening to this, then you can watch the video version. You can see... <laughs> just cuts all over the place just cut video all over the place of uh this show youtube.com slash people's comedy and you can also see uh, of, uh news time news time is the show the premiere show for people's comedy.com uh it's an entertainment news show it's like the daily show but for comedy <sighs> if you got this far then watch it or something i don't know all right that's it. Follow us on Instagram at Siebel's Comedy, Twitter at Siebel's Comedy, me on Twitter at Chad Black White, me on Instagram at Chad Black White, Facebook. We got Facebook, Siebel's Comedy. All right, thank you for listening. I'm tired. Goodbye. I love you.